Wherever you're listening to the show, please subscribe to the show so that you are getting notified about every new episode that comes out and leave a rating of the show so that other people can know about it. We can move up the algorithm so other people can work on their game the same way you're working on your game. Now let's get to it. Every Monday, I'll be sending out my Monday motivation text message guaranteed to have you focused, sharp and on point to start your week. You want to get this text every Monday, so make sure you text me at my number 305-384-6894. Once again, 305-384-6894. Text me right now. So every Monday when the Monday motivation goes out, you are on the list. If your life was as public as theirs and all your history was open to your enemies to exploit, would you still be as holy as you claim to be, as you present yourself to be? I highly doubt it. You probably would be very quiet and you wouldn't be drawing much attention to yourself. Pretty exceptional. Work on your game. I like the approach. Work on your fucking game. Everybody has relates to what Dre's saying in a different way. Work on your game. I like the way he thinks. Work on your fucking game. I like the frameworks that he's put together. Work on your game. And I would highly recommend it to anybody that's trying to work on their game. Work on your fucking game. I think it's a good approach. It's a different approach, too. Hey, you, work on your game. Gave me something really good. Work on your game. Dreolday.com. And his philosophy makes a lot of sense. Not only work on your game, perfect your craft. Work on your game. He knows how to communicate in such a fabulous way. I can't say it enough. Work on your game. Are you concerned about the harmful effects of drinking water out of plastic bottles? If you're not, you should be, because if you knew what you were drinking when you drink out of a plastic bottle, well, just understand this. You're drinking plastic. Now, you probably don't want to do that. So introducing AquaTrue, the cutting edge reverse osmosis water purifier that provides a sustainable alternative for clean and safe drinking water. Plastic bottles contribute to the pollution and harm of our environment. With AquaTrue, you can eliminate the need for single use plastic bottles and enjoy the convenience of having pure, refreshing water right at your fingertips. AquaTrue's advanced filtration technology removes contaminants, chemicals, and impurities, ensuring that every sip you take is free from harmful substances. Say goodbye to the uncertainty of bottled water and embrace a more eco-friendly solution. And here's the best part. As a conscious consumer and follower of Work On Your Game, we're going to give you $100 off of any of AquaTrue's top-of-the-line models. That's either the AquaTrue Classic, AquaTrue Connect, AquaTrue Undersink, or AquaTrue Carafe you're making a positive impact on both your health and the environment at the same time. They call that two birds with one stone. By choosing AquaTrue, you're not only investing in your well-being, but also taking a step towards reducing plastic waste. And if you're like me and you live near water, you see what happens to the plastic waste that a lot of people throw away. It ends up in the ocean, killing our fish, making the beaches hard to swim in. You don't want to take your kids there because of all this plastic waste. With AquaTrue, we can eliminate all of that. So here's what you do. Visit workonyourgame.com slash AT. That's workonyourgame.com slash AT for AquaTrue today to explore our range of products and claim your $100 discount. Make a sustainable choice and join the AquaTrue True Water Warrior community right now. Again, that link is workonyourgame.com slash AT. Choose AquaTrue and say goodbye to the plastic bottles while enjoying pure, refreshing water that is better for you and better for the planet. Are you ready to take your health and well-being to the next level? Or if you're already at the next level, you want to make sure you stay there? Introducing AG1, the ultimate all-in-one supplement that will revolutionize your daily routine. AG1 is meticulously crafted to provide your body with a comprehensive blend of 75 essential nutrients, vitamins, minerals, and antioxidants. What does all that mean? Let me make it simple. It means you're getting the perfect solution for those of you who are committed to optimizing your health and fueling your body with the very best. I take this stuff myself, besides water and my protein shake, I don't put anything else in my body. Whether you're a professional athlete or someone who values meticulous attention to detail when it comes to what you put in your body, AG1 is designed with people like us in mind. But the benefits don't stop there. When you choose AG1, you're gonna receive a free one-year supply of vitamin D, a vital nutrient that supports a strong immune system and promotes healthy bones. On top of that, we're including five free AG1 travel packs so you can stay on top of your game wherever life takes you. If a comprehensive solution is what you need from your supplement routine, then try AG1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin D and 
five free AG1 travel packs with your first purchase. Go to drinkag1.com slash work on your game. That's drinkag1.com slash work on your game. Your body deserves the highest quality nutrition and AG1 is here to deliver. That's why I partnered with them. That's drinkag1.com slash work on your game. You're now tuned into the show where you learn the discipline to show up day after day to do the work, the confidence to put yourself out there boldly and authentically, and the mental toughness to continue showing up, doing the work, putting yourself out there, even when the success you expected to achieve has yet to be achieved. And on top of all this, you get a huge dose of personal initiative, which is the go-getter energy that moves any one of us, including yourself, to go and make things happen instead of wait for things to happen. And then we put all this together into a series of frameworks, approaches, insights, strategies, and techniques all underneath the umbrella of one unifying philosophy that is called work on your game. My name is Dre Baldwin, also known as Dre All Day, and welcome to the show. And today's topic is, we're going to discuss Andrew Tate today. Dun, dun, dun. Now, before we get into this, <laughs> let me remind everybody that I have a daily motivation text message that I send out free of charge. Everybody who is in my text community, this message is guaranteed to have you focused, sharp, and on point to start your day. All you got to do to receive it is join my text community. You do that by just sending a text message to the following number, 305-384-6894. Every day when that message comes out, because you have texted me and joined my text community, you shall be receiving that message. That's all you got to do is that quick, that easy, that simple. Secondly, work on your game university. This is where I do all my high level coaching, all my training. If you want to work with me directly, if you like to have me take a look at what you are working on, uh, you want me to be the person you can bounce your ideas off of and get direct feedback from on a consistent basis to where you know you will be able to get in touch with me. There's only one way to do that, and that is to be being coached by me inside of Work On Your Game University. This is the only place that I offer coaching. This is the only way you can work with me directly. I do not offer direct coaching any other place. So if that's what you want, you must go to workonyourgameuniversity.com where you can see, amongst other things, testimonials, case studies, and feedback from people who have worked with us in the past and have gotten results from working in Work On Your Game University, you work with people in many divergent industries from tech to finance to real estate to thought leadership to speakers to coaches to authors. You can see their feedback from their words right there on that page. Them, You can actually see them and let them tell you themselves what they've gotten from working with me. That's one thing you can get. Another thing is you can schedule a time to hop on a free call with us. We call it a game session where we will help you figure out exactly, first of all, where you're at, where you want to go, what you think might be in the way between you now and you where you want to be. We'll help you figure that out. And if there's a way that we could possibly help you more moving forward and we believe is a good fit, then we will show you what that looks like as well. But either way, you'll get great value just from hopping on one of those calls. Go to work on your game university.com. You'll see all that right there on that page. And it's easy peasy what you got to do to take the next step. All that out of the way. Let's get into this topic. Discussing Andrew Tate. Now, some of you don't even know who Andrew Tate is. Some of you, I would guess, many of you who are listening to this probably are relatively familiar with him. You may not be very familiar, but you're relatively familiar. At least you think you're relatively familiar. Let me give a little bit of background on this gentleman and talk about him. Those of you who don't know who he is, you can listen to this and then you can go and you know, get your own information. I'm not even going to call it do your own research because what many people consider to be research is not research. It's like we talked about yesterday, it's basically service level consumption of information they call research. But anyway, Andrew Tate is what I suppose we can call an influencer who has come to prominence and worldwide recognition over the last, I would say, two or so years. Now, he's been out for longer than that, but his name recognition has grown significantly in that time period that I just referenced. Now, I wrote an article about Tate back in August of 2023, because at that time, there was a lot of heat coming his way. He had actually been charged with a crime, or at least it appeared that he was being charged with a crime, and then it was kind of unclear, and then people couldn't really figure it out. In late 2022, he was detained. He was criminally detained in the country of Romania, which is where he actually lives. Now, Tate is half black and half English, and he had lived in England for much of his life, and he's traveled the world, but then he was residing in Romania, and this is where he was charged with the crime. That's where he lives now. And amongst the charges were sex trafficking, some form of sexual abuse to keep it high level. Now, as such, Tate's numbers of fans, as well as the number of haters, has grown exponentially since then. On top of the fact that before those charges actually happened, other thing that happened that actually got him on my radar, how I first learned about him was when it was announced by all the social media platforms all at the same time that Tate had been banned. He got banned from TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, 
and YouTube and Twitter all at the same time in the middle of it was maybe summer 2022. Now, at that point, I had not even heard of Andrew Tate. But then I saw this announcement and a lot of people were talking about it. Andrew Tate got banned and then people were giving their opinions. I'm like, well, who the hell is Andrew Tate? And allegedly he was banned for this is what he was banned for misogyny that allegedly he was saying some things that were so negative towards women that he had to be banned because of his negative influence. Just on that alone. Let me stop right there. Those of you who don't know who Andrew Tate is, you just heard that a person who you never heard of got banned on all social media platforms because of misogyny. All right. That already should make your radars go up. Like, wait a minute. What? <laughs> he got banned for misogyny. Really? All right. That's what they banned him for. That's what the social media platforms are taking a stand on. Misogyny since when? But anyway, so that made my radar grow up. That's when I first started to say like that don't even sound right. Like I didn't know who he was. I never consumed any of his material. I just heard he got banned from misogyny. I said that sounds fishy already. But anyway, his numbers of haters, detractors, haters slash detractors and fans has grown exponentially since then, because a lot of people have then dug into him, got to see what he was really saying and decided they liked him or didn't like him. But many people have an opinion and many people, specifically young men, have asked me my thoughts on Mr. Tate, because they know I'm a person who will tell you straight what I think. I'll break it down. And I have no qualms about talking about subjects that some people may seem see as controversial or afraid to speak on because they're afraid of you know, offending the wrong person or the wrong entity of which I have no such problems. So today I'm going to encapsulate my thoughts in one episode. OK, notwithstanding whatever ends up happening with this criminal situation, because that is still pending and ongoing as of this recording. So whenever you happen to consume this, if his criminal situation is over by that point, everything I'm saying here is going to encapsulate that. Also, I'm going to talk about that in this episode. So let's get into it. Point number one. Today, we are discussing again, Andrew Tate, my thoughts on Andrew Tate. And I'm going to sum all this up in this episode. Point number one, he who is without sin shall cast the first stone. It's the first point that I'm going to make here today. He who is without sin shall cast the first stone. The reason I'm making this the first point because I've had many people come to me and tell me upon reading the article that I wrote about Andrew Tate back in August. And I had people say, well, you shouldn't support Andrew Tate. You should not listen to him. You should not have a neutral, not even a neutral opinion of him. Notice this is the same kind of language that people said about uh, Donald Trump when he came into political prominence. Don't support him. Don't listen to him. Don't even have a neutral opinion. You say something about him and it's not negative, then you're wrong. That's essentially what people have said about Andrew Tate. Here's the explanation people give because of these alleged charges that are against him. It's the same thing with Donald Trump. It wasn't even criminal charges with Trump. It was he's bad. He's mean. He's racist, et cetera, et cetera. With Tate, he has actual criminal charges against him. Criminal charges does not mean you're guilty. And depending on who you ask, uh, a lot of people tend to have very, very uh, malleable ethics when it comes to the criminal system. There are criminals in jail who there are many people who would sit here and argue and say, well, they got they got uh, convicted and they're in jail because there are draconian laws that are negative against certain types of people. But then when somebody who they don't like ends up found guilty of a crime and they either have to pay a legal fee, like in a lawsuit, or they end up having to do some type of criminal penalty, like a criminal case, they say, well, hey, they got convicted. That means they're wrong. Well, wait a minute. You can't have it both ways. Can you? Not a logical, rational person can't have it both ways. But let's be clear. 97% of the population is neither logical nor rational. But I just want to make sure I'm pointing that out. So when I wrote this article about Tate back in August, people said, don't support him because he has these charges against him. So first things first, let's get to it. A charge is not the same as guilt. A criminal charge is not the same as guilt. A lawsuit is not the same as guilt. I could file a lawsuit against you tomorrow. I could call my lawyer and file a lawsuit against you. Yes, you who is listening to this, I could file a lawsuit against you and it will be public and everybody will be able to know about it. And somebody could Google you and see that lawsuit that I filed against you. For whatever reason, whether it is frivolous or not, whether it gets thrown out or not, the fact that the lawsuit was charged against you will always be on your record. That does not make you guilty. So the fact that someone is charged with something or is sued for something means little to nothing all right, until you know the actual facts of the situation. And again, there are many people who will argue about how draconian and trashy and unfit the legal system is when someone who they are in favor of is on the wrong side of that system. But then when somebody who they don't like gets hit with something from that same system, they want to hold that up against them. Again, which way do you want it here? So now, again, I, I said that twice already. Secondly, if Andrew Tate was to go to court, whenever that ends up happening, maybe by the time you hear this, maybe it'll be way after this episode comes out. If he goes to court and he is found guilty, even if he were to be found guilty, or even if the court of public opinion, and there's a certain faction in the court of public opinion who's already decided that he is guilty, 
think somebody like O.J. Simpson, for example, there are many people who, despite the fact that O.J. was found not guilty of the double murder of Ronald Goldman and Nicole Brown Simpson, there are people who still believe that O.J. was guilty of the crime. Here's my question to you. Who are you to judge anybody else? And I'm letting that question sit there for a minute. Who are you to judge another person? I'm really asking the question. Who are you to judge somebody else? I'm talking to you personally. Are you qualified to morally judge another person given your own track record and your life? See, the answer to that question without me even knowing you personally is no, you are not. You are not qualified to judge another person. So anybody who speaks on a public figure and that public figure has some dirt on their name that is public news, you're not qualified to judge that person. See, the difference between them and you is that we know about their all their dirt because they're a public figure. So anything they do that is uh, somehow bad or wrong or somebody wants to make them look bad or wrong, we know about all of it because they have a whole legion of people who are out there trying to put their transgressions on front street. Whereas you, who is a relative nobody compared to that person, we don't know about your transgressions. It doesn't mean they don't exist. It's just we don't know about them because there's not a legion of people who cares enough to try to make you look bad. That's the only difference between you and him. That's the only difference between you and Andrew Tate, you and OJ Simpson, you and Barack Obama, you and Donald Trump, whoever's name you want to fill in. You're just not known enough by enough people that enough people care to try to make you look bad. But if there were enough people, as many people trying to make you look bad as trying to make Andrew Tate look bad, we would know about all your dirt. We would go into your closet and all those skeletons would get aired out. Would you still be in a position to morally judge another person? Yes or no? Okay, I'll take by your silence that you know the answer to that question. All right, game changers, I've got the ultimate play for you. Audible has partnered with us to unleash a 30 day free trial and it's time for you to seize the moment. Imagine this, you're in the driver's seat, crushing your goals, and you've got the wisdom of audiobooks propelling you forward at the same time. The best part, you're diving in with a free audiobook like my book, The Third Deck. Prime members, you're in for a power move because you get two free titles to supercharge your Audible experience. Embrace yourself because either way, after the trial, it's a mere $14.95 per month to keep your membership. That's the cost of a single lunch that is not going to fuel your future like access to these books will. Don't let opportunities slip through your fingers any longer. Elevate your mind, conquer challenges, and redefine your success story. Do all of that by going to workonyourgame.com audible. That's workonyourgame.com audible and claim your free trial right now. The clock is ticking. Dive into greatness with Audible today at workonyourgame.com slash audible. Point number two. Today's topic, once again, is we are addressing my thoughts on Andrew Tate. Let's talk about what I like about Andrew Tate, because I actually do like Andrew Tate. And I'm going to tell you why. Because, again, first of all, before I even get into why, I remind you all, I'm a business owner. I'm an entrepreneur. I own my own business. There's not much anybody can do to me. Uh, you don't have to like my opinions. You can just stop listening to the show. You can unsubscribe, block, remove yourself. You know, don't buy whatever it is you think you can do that means something. Nothing anybody can do to me. I don't have a boss. I will never have a boss again in my life. Therefore, I pretty much have the freedom because of my lack of safety net. I have the freedom to do whatever I want to do, say whatever I want to say within you no know, reasonable means, uh, within the means of the law. I can say whatever I want to say. So I can tell you that I like Andrew Tate. Nothing bad is going to happen to me. Right? Somebody's going to leave my audience because I like Andrew Tate or leave. Get the fuck out of here. And you might as well listen to the rest of this episode since you're going to leave because of this anyway. So let me finish what I'm going to say. Here's what I like about Andrew Tate. Mindset, mental toughness, masculinity approach, and the material of his that I have consumed, this is where he focuses. And we're going to get to the other stuff in a second. For the most part, if you look up Andrew Tate on YouTube, let's do this. And in my I will say that my search of Andrew Tate on YouTube may be a little bit skewed because I have looked him up before. So the you know how the algorithm will basically show you something based on what they think you're going to like based on your past experiences and based on your past activity. So when I look up Andrew Tate on YouTube, here's what I see. Be hard on yourself. This is a motivational speech by Andrew Tate. So there's a lot of these because of the stuff that Andrew Tate talks about. He has a lot of stuff where he's just talking to people about how to make yourself a better person, basically motivational speaking. Let's just call it that for lack of a better term. So people take the clips of him talking and then they put some music behind it and they get some B-roll footage of maybe him or other things and they play it, the audio in the background. So there's all these random channels that have just videos of Andrew Tate, no motivational speeches, stuff, stuff like that. Same thing they would do with a Kobe Bryant or a Tony Robbins or somebody like that, of that realm. So be hard on yourself. Now, Andrew Tate talking about how you can outrun depression I'm looking for videos of actually Andrew Tate talking. There's so many videos of people talking about him. So you got, just got to look at these things. Then he was on this, a podcast and they got clips of him being on some podcasts. 
several podcasts. He's been on several, several people he sat down and had conversations with. So a lot of those videos are out there. How to grow your network. He talks about that a lot. How to get rich and make money. He talks about that a lot. How to be tough. Now, how to fight back in life. How to escape the matrix. Him being interviewed by some other guy who I don't even know who this is. His brother he has a brother named Tristan. They both got charged. So them talking about that kind of stuff. What else? I'm just looking at the stuff that's coming up here. Andrew Tate talking to Alex Jones. Andrew Tate talking to Patrick Bet David. Him talking to a, a guy who's a therapist. They're friends having a conversation. The BBC, you know, making videos, hit pieces about him, which I've seen a couple of those. They're funny. What else? All right, let's just leave it at that. It's your duty to be exceptional is another Andrew Tate video. Some people trying to make videos explaining why he's not as great as he says he is and why they think he's going to end up guilty. This is the things that people say. Let's see some of the ones that I've actually watched. YouTube's giving me this. Conquer the world, speech by Andrew Tate. Andrew Tate talking about how to be the man. Andrew Tate's best motivations. I like this gold motivational montage videos. I watch these from all different types of people. So when I see some, I'll just let it play if it's relatively short and just listen to it. And usually the stuff these people are saying is not different than the stuff that I say. We're going to get at some point when we get the right mechanics, I'm going to make these kind of videos with my own name on it. And maybe mine will be as popular as some of these ones that we see on YouTube. Andrew Tate being a genius in money for 13 minutes straight, whatever that means. I didn't watch that whole video. Uh, what else? Uh, being average is not acceptable. Stop chasing women. These are the kind of stuff that comes up when I search Andrew Tate on YouTube. Here's the point. The things that I get from him that I like are the fact that his angles on mindset, mental toughness and masculinity do not differ from my approaches. I've done a thousand episodes on mindset on this very feed. If you listen to the show, you already know that. I talk about mental toughness, one of the four core principles of what working your game is about. You know that as well. And I've done several episodes on masculinity and why we need to bring masculinity back. Why I feel a lot of men these days are failing us, our society and masculinity, how I feel a lot of men are acting like women, the feminine energy. Uh, you heard me talk about that. All of this is on the record proven. I've talked about these things before I even knew who Andrew Tate was. None of this is new. Okay. And again, you can look at Andrew Tate stuff and call it negative. You can look at it and call it motivational. Same thing somebody could do with my stuff. Andrew Tate said many things that I have said already and in his way, of course. Or things that I would have said had I thought of them first. Sometimes somebody says something and I'm like, damn, I wish I had thought of that. That was a really good point. And people who I like, when I like their material, usually they have a few of those. They have a few things that where they say it and I'm like, damn, I like what he said and I like the way that he said it or she said it. I wish I had thought of that before they thought of it because we had the same idea, but they put it into words better than I would have and or better than I have up to this point. And I got to kind of tip my hat to them for that. Andrew Tate has many of those. We align on many topics such as, I'll tell you a few that you've heard me talk about specifically. The focus of business is bringing in the money. You heard me talk about that. How often have you heard me talk about speed of execution? How many of you move too damn slow and you need to put speed into your execution? He talks about this all the time. Stop whining like a bitch and fight back. He talks about that a lot. You don't have to feel like it to show up and do your job. I wrote a whole book about that. That's called The Third Day. It's about what do you do when you don't feel like working? How do you show up and give your best effort? I wrote a whole book on it. I have a whole framework on it. I give keynote speeches on that subject. Andrew Tate talks about that a lot. You have heard me say all of these things many times on this show going years back. Again, back to the basketball days I was talking about this stuff before I knew who Andrew Tate was. All right, these are things that many males, especially males, because Andrew Tate, a lot of his audience are, his, his message is targeted to males. Let's say that. He has females in his audience, I'm sure. But his message is targeted to males. Things that he's talking about are things that many males need to hear and have repeated to them. Not just hear it, but you need to study it. You need to understand these things. And these are things that many young men will not hear from their mothers if their father is not in their lives. That's another valuable piece of this. And I'll tell you something else here that I don't think I've talked about a lot here on the show, but I've spoken to many young males who have said to me, Dre, I didn't have my father in my life. I don't have any brothers. Following you, whether it be your podcast, whether it be your YouTube, whether it be reading your books, you were the closest thing to a, a father figure, a strong masculine male figure that I've had in my life. I've had young men say that to me and I understand the value of it because if you only have the only you know, figure you have to look up to in your life, you're a male is a female. A female can't teach you how to be a man. Right, she can do her best, but there's only so much a female is going to be able to teach a young male when it comes to being an actual man. She can't do it. So many males are able to go to the internet. And this is something that I, I discuss even when I'm telling my backstory, when I'm on other people's shows, for example, that when the internet came around, let's say around that 2005-ish time when I got on it, this is when people were able to go to the internet to crowdsource knowledge and information that they otherwise didn't have in their everyday, you no know, direct 
contact lives. Whereas if you grew up in my era, like in the 1990s, either you knew the people who had the information or you didn't. I mean, you get books, but that was as close as you could get. The Internet made it. It put it literally at our fingertips to get information from a world, a global audience of people. You had a global resource where you get information from anyone you wanted. You didn't have to know them. You didn't have to leave your house. That didn't exist before. So I did that a lot in the basketball space, then into the mindset space. Now in the business space, now there's a million people doing it. Andrew Tate's one of those people. And some of the messages that he shares are things that I'm like, a young man who doesn't have a man in his life needs to hear what this guy's saying in this video. And I believe many of the things that I say, there are young men out there who don't have a man in their lives who need to hear what I'm saying. And maybe my way of saying it works better for you. Maybe my way is your cup of tea. Maybe Andrew Tate's way is your cup of tea. And if you don't like me or him, then you got a thousand other people out there who are giving similar messages just in their ways. So Andrew Tate and I align on many subjects and in many ways. So this is one of the reasons why I like him, because he says a lot of things that I agree with. Right? We usually like people who say things that we agree with. The things that he said in these areas that I mentioned, mindset, mental toughness, masculinity, they are legitimate. They are valid. They will be legitimate and valid regardless of who said them. There's another thing that many people, especially people who don't know how to put their logic and rational thinking in the front seat of the vehicle and control the steering wheel with their logic rather than with their emotions, they can't separate these two ideas. They can't separate the point from the person. So you could take Andrew Tate's name off of all these points that I said that I aligned with him with, and you could have somebody else say them, and I would still agree with them. I don't care who it is. I can separate the point from the person. I don't care who said these points. I agree with these points. You could take everything that I've said, put these words in somebody else's mouth. They're still the same level of legitimate. Now, is the person who says it, does it matter? Is that part of the picture? And is it how they say it? Does that matter? Yes, it does. And our perception of that person doesn't matter. Of course it does. Because if you don't know who I am or you, for whatever reason, you're not feeling my, my presentation, then you might not listen to what I have to say. All right, that does matter. But the whole point is I have this uh, ability to separate the point from the person and really separate. I can just cut them in half. It doesn't matter to me. Most people, it does matter. Things that Andrew Tate says in these areas that I'm mentioning are not necessarily brand new. Most of what he says is not brand new. Now, how he says it is unique. He has his own style, same way that I have my own style. But he's not coming. He's not giving you any groundbreaking new information in the general sense. He's not. What's new is the fact that he is saying them and the way that he says them and the fact that his message gets through to certain people because it's coming through a certain vessel. See, his vessel is what's unique. It's not the points themselves. It's the vessel that's unique. And his vessel seems to be reaching a whole lot of people very deeply and very impactfully. And this is the reason why he's such a known figure. Sometimes certain vessels just seem to get through to the masses in ways that other vessels do not. This is just how it works. And this is a phenomenon of life and our jobs in life. Let me back up before I even get to that point. I give you an example. Kobe Bryant, a now passed away legendary basketball player. His father was an NBA player. His father was named Joe Bryant. His nickname was Jelly Bean, Joe Jelly Bean Bryant. And Joe Bryant was the kind of player when he played in the NBA, he was a guy who liked to do a whole lot of dribbling around. And what back in the day, back when Kobe's dad was playing in the NBA, they called Joe Bryant's style playground. And that was not a compliment. If you were playing a playground style, I mean, you were not structured enough. You're a little bit too loose. You're a little bit too undisciplined in basketball. And Joe Bryant played that way. And Joe Bryant always said, he's still alive to this day, but he would always say, hey, I used to do that stuff and they called it playground. They called it street ball and they said it wasn't disciplined enough. And that was one of the reasons why my NBA career didn't last as long as it could have. Because Joe Bryant ended up playing out the rest of his professional basketball career overseas in Italy. This is the reason why Kobe Bryant was born in Italy. This is the reason why Kobe was so deft at soccer and why he could speak multiple languages because he grew up in Italy. Or at least many of his formative years, he was in Italy before he moved back to the United States when his father retired from basketball. And that's when Kobe came back to Philly and you know, then he became Kobe. And Joe Jellybean Bryant, Kobe's dad, went on to say, then this other guy comes around. He's doing all the same stuff, dribbling between his legs and doing all this fancy stuff. And they looked at him and instead of calling it street and calling it playground, you know what they called it? They called it magic. And that guy who he was referring to was indeed Magic Johnson. So Joe Jellybean, the whole point of me bringing that up is to say this. When Joe Bryant did a certain thing, they called it street ball and playground and they gave it a negative label and he got ran out of the NBA, at least according to his story. And then Magic Johnson came along, did the same stuff. They called it magic and they were wild by it. And he became one of the greatest players of all time, according to Joe Bryant. Now, again, there may be nuances to that story that somebody else may have some different ways of looking at it. The whole point being sometimes two different people can be doing the same thing and putting the same message out there. But because their vessels are unique, 
One person's message catches on and catches fire and another person's message falls flat. That happens. Andrew Tate's message has caught fire for whatever reason, even though what he's saying, again, is not necessarily brand new. Everybody get the point here of what I'm saying? Okay, we're still on point number two here. There are certain people who need to hear these points. They either need to hear them from me, need to hear them from Andrew Tate, or you need to hear them from somebody else. He has not reinvented the wheel. He just created his own wheel. That's it. So I say all that to say that the general principles that he talks about when it comes to personal and professional development are completely in line with what we talk about here at Work On Your Game. If you like what you hear on this show, then if you heard, you might not get, you might not take it the same way you hear Andrew Tate says because he has a different style of delivery, but it's still the truth. If we found old tapes of, for example, Osama bin Laden or Saddam Hussein saying these same things, these same points, the points would still be valid. Now, the person who said them, you may not consider them valid, but the points themselves are valid. Again, you have to know how to separate the points from the person. And again, many people don't know how to do this. I talked about this in episode 2040, just the point, not the person. And again, since many people are led by their emotions, not by their logic, they can't do this. Even though I, I, was, I could say that till I'm blue in the face, it's not going to change most people's thought processes. Many people are unable to compartmentalize their perspectives in this way. And I'm not expecting you to. I'm not trying to change your mind. Trying to change people's minds, exercise and futility. That's why I'm the guy on the mic All right, explaining this. I'm not asking you to accept it. I'm just explaining it to you. I can compartmentalize a point that a person makes from the person themselves, even if I think that the person who said something is a total fucking loser. I could think somebody's a complete loser, but if they make a good point, it's still a good point. And if I think somebody's a complete genius, let's say I'm talking to you personally, and I think you're a complete genius and you say something stupid, I'll still tell you that what you said was stupid. I think you're smart, but what you just said was stupid. Many of you don't have this ability. You might think you have this ability, but you actually don't. Now, you would just look at your life, look at your own experiences. Most people don't have this ability. I consider this a weakness that you should fix because it's cutting you off from valuable information and insights that you could get if you were more open to certain perspectives from certain people who you decided that you're not going to listen to for whatever reason. Hey, tech lovers, are you ready to turn your passion into ownership? Then dive into the world of investing with Stash Investments. Great thing about Stash is when you sign up with my exclusive link at workonyourgame.com slash stash, you will snag an incredible $20 worth of free stock, a head start on your investment journey. Stash keeps it simple. You can start with as little as $5. And here's the kicker. You can own a piece of your favorite tech giants and brands today. So imagine being both a user and an investor in your favorite companies. Don't wait. Let your investments mirror your interests. It's time for you to fuel your passion and build wealth in the process. So if you're ready to own a share of the tech world, join Stash today at workonyourgame.com slash stash and claim your $20 worth of free stock. Stash Investments, where tech dreams become reality. Start small, invest big, and make your mark on the tech landscape. Visit workonyourgame.com slash stash and dive into tech-focused investing today. Offer valid for a limited time and subject to terms. Investment involves risk. See website for details. Point number three. Today's topic, once again, I'm giving you my perspective on Mr. Andrew Tate. Number three, the charges. All right, so Andrew Tate's been charged with some forms of sex trafficking and sexual violence, and we'll just put it there. We'll just keep it high level. Those are, you can go and Google and look up the charges if you want to and get them translated into English and see if you can figure out exactly what the charges are. But it's around sex, sex trafficking, sexual violence. He brought people in from outside of the country and had them doing online sex work. So this is like uh, TikTok, uh, the webcam girls, OnlyFans, things like that. And there was money being exchanged, which is not illegal, but he was bringing girls and allegedly some of these girls were underage. Allegedly, he raped a girl or two. Allegedly, again, they got to prove this in court. And this is these are and in a general sense, what the charges are, things around sexual uh, malfeasance. Uh, he's committed some sex crimes, allegedly. As far as those charges go, here's my answer. We'll see in court. All right, they got to prove it. Now, you charge somebody with a crime. OK, they've been charged. You get your day in court. You get your lawyer. The prosecutors get there. They put their case together. We get in front of a judge and a jury. And let's see. All right. Prove it. Innocent until proven guilty. That's how it works. Right. They got to prove it. What happens in court, as I already said, is immaterial to me. What happens to Andrew Tate based on his court case? is immaterial to me for several reasons. Number one, I don't know Andrew Tate personally. Number two, the rule of law is innocent until proven guilty. 
Let's some of you moralizers forget about that. And we will get to you all in a minute. I will address the moralizers. Those two reasons are enough right there off the top. Third reason being the points that he's made. If he was to get buried under the jail tomorrow, don't change the points that he's made. And the fact that I'm in complete alignment with those points that I already pointed out to you. What if I got charged with a crime? Not convicted of a crime, but charged with a crime. What if I got charged with a sex crime tomorrow? What if somebody accused me of rape and I got charged with rape tomorrow and I got handcuffed and mugshotted and now I got to go to court and the court case is not for we don't go to court again for eight months. And now I got the sex crime hanging over my head and I get banned off of Instagram and TikTok and Facebook and Twitter and YouTube because I'm a misogynist, apparently, because some girl allegedly, Jane Doe, who won't come forward and won't say her name. And the court won't release her name because that's what they do when you have a sex crime. And now I've been charged with this sex crime. It's hanging over my head and I'll go to court for another eight months. What would you do? Would you stop listening to my podcast? Would you burn all my books? Would you say, I, I wish I had never listened to Dre? Would you tell your kids and your friends don't support or listen to Dre because he's a misogynist and he got charged with a sex crime? What would you do? And as far as the sex crime laws that we have in the, the world, not, let alone the United States, weigh heavily in favor of the female because she doesn't have to put herself forward. The evidence doesn't become public. And the man is just, again, the, the Me Too movement is part of this. The man is just hung out to dry and it ain't pretty much ain't nothing he can do but try to defend himself. But the court of public opinion condemns many people in the court of public opinion will condemn the man with no proof, no evidence, nothing. Just the fact that he was charged. Just the fact that he was finger pointed by a woman does not necessarily mean he's innocent, but also doesn't mean he's guilty. Challenges many people are incapable of thinking objectively about these things. They think emotionally and it goes right back to the point. I made this point five times already in this episode. So if I got charged with a sex crime tomorrow, what would you do? Would you cancel everything positive you ever heard from me? Like, yeah, Dre, I liked your stuff for years, but you got charged with a sex crime. So you know what? Everything I ever said positive about you is erased. Is that what you would do? If so, if that's the case, I mean, this is what you should do. Here's my suggestion to you. You should do a deep dive on every single person you're a fan of. You should do a deep dive on every person you're a fan of because nobody you like will come out clean. Not a single person. No, not one. No person you're a fan of will come out clean if you did a deep enough dive and tried to find out how much dirt is out there about them, especially somebody who's famous. I'm talking with someone with many more magnitudes of fame than I have. You do a deep dive on any of those people. Go try to find what the people who don't like them say about them and see how much you still like them when you're done. What would happen? I'm gonna tell you what's going. What would happen if any of you actually took me up on this offer and did it? What would happen is you would rationalize all the negative stuff that you heard about that person because you like them, and you would rationalize all the negative stuff as if it's okay anyway. That's what you would probably do. This is how most people think. And now, if you were objectively looking at it, you would come out questioning your entire existence because you're like, "Damn, I liked this person for ten years. Now I found out this." Yo, you might be coming out thinking your whole life is a lie, but most people don't have the ability to think that objectively or rationally. So you wouldn't do that. You would rationalize it and say, well, it doesn't matter. It's okay. They're just hating on me. That's how most people think. Again, when people you like, you're able to dismiss any negative things you hear. People you don't like, you exacerbate any negative things you hear. This is the way the human animal works. You ignore the dirt on people you like. You emphasize the dirt on people you don't like. All right. So any of you don't like Donald Trump? Okay. So the fact that he got charged and he was impeached twice, both failed impeachments, by the way, the fact that he was charged with what are they charging him with in the state of Georgia? Some kind of obstruction. And now they're trying to charge him. Now you got this DA in New York trying to charge him over the prostitute that he allegedly paid. And all these charges that they are basically creating out of nowhere. And basically, what's the word? They are abusing their uh, legal rights. These courts are doing this because they're just trying to railroad this guy. This is clearly they're trying to railroad him. It's a witch hunt is what they're trying to do against him because they're trying to keep him from running for president in 2024 because they fear that he might win. And again, whether you like him or not, you can't argue with that point. That's what they're doing because there are other people who have done way worse for these exact same charges and no one's being charged. There are Democrats on the other side of the the aisle politically who've done things that were bad, just as bad or worse, not being charged. And those are being completely ignored so they can go after Trump. Whether you like Trump or not, if you don't like him, then these charges are more proof. They're more proof in the pudding of why you don't like him, right? And if you do like him, then you're looking at it like, all right, this is all bullshit. You're agreeing with everything that I just said. But does it change the facts? The facts are the same no matter what, which way you look at it. The whole point is when we like somebody, we ignore the flaws. And when we don't like somebody, we exacerbate them. That's it. So if you have an opinion on Andrew Tate, it's based on what I just said. I would suggest 
honestly, for everybody, like or dislike anyone. I suggest you work on fixing that habit and be able to look at these things objectively so you understand what's happening, even in your own mind. Eat the meat, spit out the bones. I talk about this in episode 2337, because, again, if you did an objective deep dive into every person you're a fan of, there'd be some bones that you need to spit out that you probably shouldn't swallow if you knew the truth. Even if Tate is convicted and buried under the jail, does not change anything about what I like about his message. And I would still consume his messages, whatever ones I find, if I find alignment with them after he went to jail, if he was to. And if he's exonerated, same thing. So there are people who I love personally, for example. Now, I'm not talking about Tate right now. There are people who I love personally, people who I know. I would never do business with them. I won't even discuss business with them. You know why? Because they're broke. They have poor money mindsets and they don't know shit about business. But it doesn't change the fact that I personally love them. See, you got to be able to separate the points from the person. I'd still appreciate that person. I still appreciate that person, even though I wouldn't talk business with them. Uh, You understand this separation? And again, I'm not expecting any of you to have this ability. Very few people have this ability. I would say maybe two to three percent of the population might have this ability. Most people do not. But I got to make sure I'm saying it anyway, just in case any of you is is salvageable. I got to put the point out there. Point number four. Today's topic. Once again, we are talking about Andrew Tate. I've had people tell me I had people actually say this to me. Dre, you're going to have people leave your audience and stop supporting you if you show support for or you show any inclination towards liking and you can fill in the blank with any notoriously attacked person. Most most contemporarily, Donald Trump is one. Andrew Tate's another. Those are the first two to come to mind. Those are two easy ones because a lot of people, everybody has an opinion on at least Trump. Not everybody even knows who Tate is, but everybody has an opinion on Trump. I've had people tell me, hey, if you show support for this person, there are going to be people who leave your audience. My response to that is LOL, first of all. Anybody who will stop liking my stuff because I like support or consume or will not disavow someone who you don't like, you should leave and not come back. Let me say that sentence again because I want to make sure I'm being clear. Anybody who says to me or you are even thinking in your head that you will stop liking me or my stuff because I like somebody who you don't like or I support somebody who you don't like or I consume material from someone who you don't like or I refuse to disavow someone who you don't like. You should leave and not come back. Is that clear? I like Andrew Tate. So if you're going to leave, leave now. I remember in 2016 when Trump and Clinton were the candidates for president and the first presidential debates were coming around. This is when we knew it was just Trump versus Clinton. And I remember I was announcing on Snapchat. This is before Instagram stories came out. I was announcing on Snapchat. I'm going to watch the debates tonight because even though I'm not much into politics, I think this is going to be. I think this election is going to transcend politics. And I was right about that. It did transcend politics. And it was fun to watch. I knew it was going to be fun to watch. And it was fun to watch. And someone sent me a DM on Snapchat back then when I said this. And they suggested that I should not talk about politics because it would, quote, hurt my brand, close quote. That's what this person said to me. Uh, My response to this person, in no uncertain terms, was to shut the fuck up and never offer me suggestions on what to do with my brand. And... That's where I still stand to this very day. That's the same thing I suggest to anyone here who has a similar suggestion when it comes to Andrew Tate. I don't take suggestions about what to do with my brand from 99% of the population. My brand is my brand and it stands where it stands for one reason, because I make the decisions. That's why it is what it is. And I will continue to make the decisions. This is a what happens at the work on your game brand. The Dre all day brand is a dictatorship. This is not a democracy. Nobody else gets a vote. There's only one vote. And it belongs to me. All right, everybody clear on that. Point number five. Today we're talking about Andrew Tate. Number five. So misogyny. This is the other part of it. So he has the sex crime charges, whatever that happens to be, whatever sex crime he may have committed, sex trafficking, a sexual abuse, rape, whatever those charges are. Misogyny is different. Misogyny is just having a extreme hate for women. That's what that's what the word misogyny means. Now I've heard people say, well, whether he's charged or not, whether you want to go into the court thing or not, he's just wrong because he's a misogynist. That's what people are saying. From what I've heard, both from Tate himself and from his detractors, both sides of this conversation, my perspective is that what Tate did, because he, he explains it, actually. He has videos where that come from, I guess, old courses that he used to sell, where he would explain to men, here's how you can basically use girls and exploit them through webcam, having webcam girls or OnlyFans girls. You basically manage their accounts. You collect the money, you pay them off some of the money, and then you keep the majority of the money. You're basically doing online pimping is pretty much 
what he's explaining. So any of you don't know what a webcam girl is. Actually, I'm not going to explain that. Y'all know what a webcam girl is. You can act stupid if you want to. You know what it is. All right. This is where girls get on the Internet on a webcam and they basically show themselves off or OnlyFans, same thing, showing their bodies off. And in exchange, they do this in exchange for financial payments that they get from men, whether it's a monthly subscription or you pay to have a conversation or uh, you can even send gifts and quote unquote tips to the girls that you like. There's a whole industry around this. The sex industry makes more money online than any other industry. Gambling and sex are the top two money-making industries on the internet. So any of you want to get into business on the internet, you're not sure where to start, you want to go where the most opportunity is, gambling and sex are where the most money is spent. That's a fact. Okay. Now, Andrew Tate has explained that he did have a webcam girl business and he would have a bunch of girls working for him and they would all be producing a certain amount of money every month. That money went to him and his brother who ran the business, him and several people along with his brother who ran the business. They would pay the girls out a, a certain amount, but they kept a good portion of the money. They were basically pimping these girls online, which is not in itself, in and of itself, it is not a crime. That's not what he's being charged with. So he's admitted to doing this and people have got on their moral, moral high horses and saying, well, he's a bad guy because he did that. Again, refer back to what I talked about in my earlier point about digging deep into the people you like. Now, is this something that I personally would do? Would I run this type of business? Probably not. However, based on his own words and what he said himself, Tate was using women who wanted to be used. They knew what they were doing. They knew what they were getting on webcam. They knew that they were selling the exposure of their bodies and their online quote unquote relationships and chats with random men on the internet who had money. They knew that they were using their bodies to get what they wanted, which was money and gifts from men. They knew exactly what they were doing. The fact that Tate put himself in the middle as kind of like the, the toll booth between them doesn't make Tate a bad guy. He was just jumping in on the industry that was already happening. And listen, not how many girls are on OnlyFans right now with no toll booth? They're just taking the money directly just because he got involved. That makes him a bad guy. So what do you say about the girls who are doing it directly? If he's a bad guy for getting involved and collecting some of the money, and that's your misogyny argument. OK, then what do you say about the girls who are actually selling their selling pictures of their body on OnlyFans or on webcam right now and making money from it and paying their rent with it? What do you say to the men who are paying them, the men who are supporting these girls with their finances? They all got to be misogynists. Uh, if taste the misogynists for getting involved, then they're misogynists for being in it. Right. So, if again, if you're going to apply this principle to him, you got to apply it to everybody. And see, that's where the slope starts to get slippery. Uh, that's where people start to get quiet. That's where people start to stumble over their words. So you can't just apply it to the people you want to pick and choose to condemn. You got to apply it to everybody. In my view, he used women who wanted to be used. That's what he did. They wanted to be used. He used them. That's it. He made it easy for them. He made it easy and convenient for them to make money being on the webcam. They didn't have to manage a business. He would do the business management. You bring the, the body and the, the show your, your tits and your ass and your, your feet or whatever it is you want to show to the men that they want. And you talk to them and pretend to like them and smile for them and giggle at them. They give the money. I'll handle the business side. You handle the showing off your body side and everything is going to work out perfectly. Those girls knew exactly what they were signing up for. Based on his own words, based on what Tate said in his own words, he financially exploited these women. Yes, he did. He financially exploited them. He said that. And if you're not watching the video, that's the sound of me shrugging my shoulders. Uh, he financially exploited them. All right. There are people getting financially exploited every single day. That's a, it's kind of a normal thing, as a matter of fact. I'm not saying it's right or wrong. I'm just saying it is what it is. That's what I'm saying. I know women who want to get used and are actively looking for a man to use them. I, I have met women. I have known women who want to be used and they're actively looking for men to use them. All, right, all Andrew Tate did was take them up on their offer. That's all he did. And I know men who are looking for these women. I absolutely do. Tate was simply playing the game that has, is one of the oldest games in the world. Sex work is one of the oldest jobs in the world. It's one of the oldest jobs in existence. So the rape and the sex trafficking part of it, see point number three. Again, they got to prove that in court. Rape and sex trafficking are crimes. They got to prove that in court. Now, him being a misogynist, I don't think he's a misogynist. It's a it's a good term to use, especially in this era of uh, feminine men and the Me Too era. And uh, people are afraid of saying anything or getting any kind of label on them. So they won't say anything. So they won't get labeled anything. But again, I told you at the beginning of this episode, I'm an entrepreneur. Andrew Tate's an entrepreneur. And when you're in this position, the trade off of the freedom that comes with being an entrepreneur, the trade off is there's no security blanket, meaning and the trade off of that security blanket means you don't have to worry about somebody putting a label on you and it hurting you because it ain't really shit anybody can do to you. 
and he's in that position. They got to prove it in court. Now, personally, I'm not into moralizing. I actually, I'm a, I do not like moralizers. I don't like when people moralize. It's a nasty habit, this moralizing thing. These are the folks who wag their fingers at a public figure who has some public wrongdoing. And the reason you can wag your finger at them is because you know about everything that, that public person has done, allegedly done. You know a whole lot about it because their whole life is out there on front street for the world to see. What I say to a moralizer is if your life was as public as theirs and all your history was open to your enemies to exploit, would you still be as holy as you claim to be, as you present yourself to be? I highly doubt it. You probably would be very quiet and you wouldn't be drawing much attention to yourself. Let's say we sent a thousand people who are determined to make you look bad, to look into your life, everything they could find out. Talk to every person you've ever known, every job you ever worked at, every school you ever went to, every business you ever had, every customer you've ever dealt with, every ex significant other you have ever had. They found all of them, tracked them all down and got as much information as they could about you to make you look bad. What would the word be about you, Mr. or Mrs. Moralizer? That's the sound of you shutting up because, you know, if we put all your life out in the street. You wouldn't be talking so much, would you? This is what I say to any moralizer out there. You wouldn't be doing too much moralizing at that point. So. When it comes to the moral argument of he's just a bad guy because all right, that's my answer to that. And when it comes to the legal argument, they got to prove that in court. Are we clear on this? Good. Let's recap today's class, which is Dre is discussing my thoughts on Andrew Tate in this entire situation. Again, he's an influencer out there. Some of you know about him. Some of you don't. I would assume that if you listen to this whole episode, you probably have some idea who he is and maybe you have formed some opinion. Here's my thoughts. Number one, he who is without sin shall cast the first stone. If you are without sin, then you are in position to judge him. None of you is without sin. Therefore, you're not in position to judge anybody. Be very careful when you are judging somebody else's transgressions as if you don't have any. All right, you have some. You just are not as known as he is. Therefore, the world doesn't care about yours the way they care about his. But that does not make you innocent. Point number two. What I like about Tate, mindset, mental toughness, masculinity approach, speed of business, executing. Don't be a bitch. Train when you don't feel like training. Go do the work, even though you're too tired to do the work. You heard me say all of those things for years here, for almost 20 years. I've been saying those things. They ain't new. Tate didn't make them up. His vessel just happened to reach the right people in the right way. So I am in complete alignment with him on these points and will always be in alignment with him on these points, regardless of what happens to him in other areas. Number three, the charges we will see in court. Remember that the rule of law is innocent until proven guilty. Just being charged with a crime does not prove anything. You could get charged with a crime tomorrow. You can get hit with a lawsuit tomorrow. Does that mean you're guilty? Of course it doesn't. And again, when somebody who you like gets one of these, you can find a way to dismiss them. Someone who you don't like gets one of these, you use it as a point against them. That's nonsense. All right. Be a critical thinker. And number four, I've had people tell me that they would leave my audience, that they other people will leave my audience by social support for Tate. Well, leave. Go ahead and leave. You should leave now. LOL. All right. I don't care if you tell me you're going to leave my audience by social support for Tate. And especially if a male says this, then you sound like a female. All right. I don't want men who act like women in my audience anyway. So. You should have got the fuck out of here a long time ago. I'm sorry it took until this point for me to get rid of you. Get out of here. So what happens with a lot of people is, again, when somebody you like gets some dirt on them, you find a way to dismiss that dirt. When someone you don't like gets dirt on them, you find a way to exacerbate that dirt. That is a lack of critical thinking ability that you are displaying. And number five, this whole misogyny thing, this morality stance that a lot of people are taking. From what I heard, Tate was using girls who wanted to be used. It's a lot of girls out here to get used. They want to be used. They are making themselves available to be used. And this is just the way that life works. All right? Life is not a utopian society. There is no way we're going to make it perfect. There will always be people who want to be used. There are people who are willing to use them. And there are people who will jump in the middle and collect the toll in that process. That's just the way that it works. He was simply playing the game when he was doing this stuff. Now, he has said that he wouldn't do that anymore. He's, I guess, disappointed. I guess the, the term he would use to say that this stuff is out there now. He probably doesn't want that on his name. He doesn't talk about that kind of stuff anymore. And that's fine. And again, let's look into your history before you go judging his. And that, again, that'll keep people quiet. Just keep that in mind. Anytime you want to judge another person, especially a public figure who's 100 times more known than you are, who is being raked over the coals for something that they did that was necessarily bad. We just don't know about your stuff. All right, that doesn't make you any better. If we had all your stuff on Front Street and there were a thousand people out there looking for ways to make you look bad. How bad would you look? And how much time would you spend on the Internet talking about somebody else? At that point, you would get real, real quiet, real fast. So keep that in mind anytime you want to judge another person and what you consider to be their transgressions. All right. People in glass houses should be careful throwing stones. All that said, 
everybody. Text me. Let me know you want to get my daily motivation. I send out for free every single day. My number is 305-384-6894. And work on your game university. That's where I do all my coaching. You want to work with me one-on-one. You want to get coached by me. You want to get your questions answered by me. You want to get your challenges addressed by me. Only place to do it is in the university. You can go there. You can see the feedback testimonials from people we've worked with in the past. You can schedule a free time to get on a game session with us where you'll get massive value for where you're going to go moving forward. We'll tell you what we can do to help you moving forward after that if we see a fit. That's all at workonyourgameuniversity.com. Work on your game. Dre, all day. While you are here, don't forget to text me so you can be part of my texting community where you can ask me questions. You can share challenges with me. You are messaging me directly. You can get a direct response from me because I do read and reply to my messages. My number again, 305-384-6894. One more time, 305-384-6894. Make sure you text me because you never know when I'm going to send a message that could be the one thing you need to hear, the one thing you need to do, the one insight you need to get that could change your life. Make sure you message me. 305-384-6894. Question. Are you looking for a health and wellness upgrade that's as easy as sipping your morning coffee? Or if you're like me, you don't even drink coffee. Meet AG1, the superhero of all-in-one supplements. With just one scoop a day, you'll experience a powerhouse blend of 75 essential nutrients, vitamins, and minerals that will have you feeling like you can leap tall buildings in a single bound. You can feel like it, though. You don't even have to try it. AG1 is your personal health sidekick packed with prebiotics, probiotics, and digestive enzymes to support optimal gut health. Now, what exactly does all that mean? That means you can say goodbye to those pesky nutrient gaps that you have in your system right now. You probably don't even know it and say hello to a vitality boost that will make you feel like you have superhuman strength. And this is all natural, clean stuff. But wait, there's more. When you take the leap and join the AG1 revolution right now, you'll unlock an incredible offer. You will enjoy a free one year supply of vitamin D, which is a vital nutrient for a strong immune system and strong bones with your first order. Plus, you're going to receive five free AG1 travel packs, which are perfect for staying on top of your health routine wherever life takes you. So if a comprehensive solution is what you need from your supplement routine, you're tired of having to pack eight pills and nine different supplements every time you go somewhere or every time you wake up in the morning, you got to take all these different pills. You don't even know what they are. You can't remember what's what. You don't even know what the ingredients are on these things. Say goodbye to all of that and try AG1 and get a free one year supply of vitamin D and five free AG1 travel packs with your first order. Go to drinkag1.com slash work on your game. That's drinkag1.com slash work on your game. Check it out and start your journey to a healthier, happier you. Your body will thank you for joining the AG1 Super Squad. Are you concerned about the harmful effects of drinking water out of plastic bottles? If you're not, you should be, because if you knew what you were drinking when you drink out of a plastic bottle, well, just understand this. You're drinking plastic. Now, you probably don't want to do that. So introducing AquaTrue, the cutting edge reverse osmosis water purifier that provides a sustainable alternative for clean and safe drinking water. Plastic bottles contribute to the pollution and harm of our environment. With AquaTrue, you can eliminate the need for single-use plastic bottles and enjoy the convenience of having pure, refreshing water right at your fingertips. AquaTrue's advanced filtration technology removes contaminants, chemicals, and impurities, ensuring that every sip you take is free from harmful substances. Say goodbye to the uncertainty of bottled water and embrace a more eco-friendly solution. And here's the best part. As a conscious consumer and follower of work on your game, we're going to give you $100 off of any of AquaTrue's top of the line models. That's either the AquaTrue Classic, AquaTrue Connect, AquaTrue Undersink, or AquaTrue Carafe. You're making a positive impact on both your health and the environment at the same time. They call that two birds with one stone. By choosing AquaTrue, you're not only investing in your well-being, but also taking a step towards reducing plastic waste. And if you're like me and you live near water, you see what happens to the plastic waste that a lot of people throw away. It ends up in the ocean, killing our fish, making the beaches hard to swim in. You don't want to take your kids there because of all this plastic waste. With AquaTrue, we can eliminate all of that. So here's what you do. Visit workonyourgame.com slash AT. That's workonyourgame.com slash AT for AquaTrue today to explore our range of products and claim your $100 discount. Make a sustainable choice and join the AquaTrue true water warrior community right now again that link is work on your slash at choose aqua true and say goodbye to the plastic bottles while enjoying pure 
refreshing water that is better for you and better for the planet.